Good morning, everyone. This is Simone Faith, and I am the author of the kids' book, Bloopy. Um, I would first like to say thank everybody who came out on February 29th at page after page who purchased my book. Thank you to the owner who allowed me and gave me the privilege to read my book in her store. Um, today's topic, you guys, is going to be about fear. Now, um, fear typically affects everyone, and I mean from young to old. But in today's topic, I want to talk about fear and how it it puts a halt on your life and it will stop you from forward progression. The reason why I decided to have this topic is I have met many, many people, men and women who are afraid to move forward because of what they think is going to hold them back or because of what they previously have been through. I want to tell you guys something. Fear is a liar. You know, that's funny because there's a song that I listen to almost every morning. And in the song, it talks about fear and how fear is a liar. You know, when you have to make a move, make the move. Now, I'm not saying make a move without you know, doing your due diligence. But I am saying make the move, get started. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I have met a young lady. She has been working in retail probably as long as I've been working in retail, if not longer. The problem is this lady is 56 years old. She has been in retail, if not most of her life, all of her life. Um, She is a single parent. And she does not know how to move forward. She listened to a lot of positive preachers. She listened to a lot of positive podcasts. But at the end of the day, she is still stagnant. How do you go from stagnant to being productive? I think one of the first things that you have to do is get really real with yourself. You know, you have to ask yourself, am I comfortable in the life that I am living right now? That is a question that we all have to ask ourselves. If you are comfortable in the life you're living right now, whether you are a housewife, whether you are a teacher, whether you are a doctor, whatever it is, if you are comfortable then you are a success because you are doing what you want to do and you love it. But if you are living your life every day in any type of way and you find yourself complaining about your life, then what are you going to do? Are you going to wake up every day, come to the job that you hate, work the eight hours a day that you cannot stand Smile at the boss that you know you don't like and do it all over again for the next 30 years. As I say before in many of the podcasts that I have talked through, some of our many problems as adults, um, some of the many problems that we go through as adults are these. And this is as follows. 
when I was growing up and I would use my own experience because I know that I will have some callers call in or uh, send me an email or, or write a message and say, well, that wasn't me. So I'm going to use my own experience. When I was growing up with my mother and my grandmother, no one ever set me down and talked about a 401k by the time I was 15 and money management, money management and how important it was to have your money work for you. No one ever told me work smarter, not harder. Uh, my main thought pattern as I was growing up was to get out of high school. And as all you guys know, I didn't complete high school at the age of 17. I had a child. I had to go back and complete high school. Then I went to college. Um, then I didn't like college. I left college and for a couple of years, I didn't go at all. By the time I went back to college, I was 30 years old. And that is because I had got into a rut. I became, I well, excuse me, let me go back a little bit, guys. But I became a product of my environment. I watched people go to work, come home, do the same thing all over again. And these were the people who had been working 20 or 30 years for someone else and hated their bosses. But this is what I was trained to do also. I was trained to go to school, get out of school, um, go to a business and work for that business until I retired. I was never trained on the stocks, the bonds, money management, um, how to make my money work for me, what investments I can get in or live my dream. No one ever told me, what is it? Or I mean, excuse me, no one ever asked me, what is it, Simone, that you want to do? I never heard that growing up. Not one time. No one led me down a path that could better my life so that by the time I had children, I can make better moves for them. Never. Now, I had a lot of dreams growing up, as most people do. You know, if you're four years old, you might say you want to be a police officer. When you're 10, you might want to be a writer. When you're 15, you might want to be an English teacher. Your dreams do change over the course of time. But it was important for someone to teach me how to write goals and put my goals down, make them plain so that I can see them so I could move towards that goal every day. Now, I say that to say this. I look at the young lady who I really admire. I admire her because she has the will to do it, but she do not have the drive to do it. Two different things. Most people who are a success, they do things that most of us don't do. They are up earlier. They are working later. They are constantly thinking about what they can do to to become a better person, to have a better business, to move past where to move past where they are at now. Most people who do better do better. Now, I'm saying this because I look at this woman and I watch her complain every day. She will call me on the phone and it's everybody's fault. It's everyone's fault that she's not married. It's everyone's fault that she lived where she lived. It's everyone's fault that she worked at the job. It's the job fault that they not paying her past $12 an hour. It's the job fault that she can't progress. You know, it's everyone's fault. You know, it's, it's, it's life's fault. 
It's the government fault. You know, it's everybody fault but hers. She refused to accept that every decision that she is in now is a decision that she made up until this point. Every action that is happening to her, there's a cause and an effect. If when you're young, you choose not to get training or some type of trade school or some type of education under your belt, that is your fault. It's your fault if you say, hey, college is not for me, which is fine. College is not for everybody else. But how are you getting educated? Are you going to the library, picking up a book? Are you self-educating? Um, are you going to school to get educated? Are you sitting around some old heads and listening to what they went through? Are you sucking up advice from people? Another thing that we choose not to do is get a mentor. Everybody needs a mentor. Everybody. Where you want to go, find somebody who has did it, done it, been there. Hang with somebody who is going where you want to go. Again, you guys, let me say that again. Hang with somebody who have done what you admire. Hang with that person because that is a person who can show you the roadmap. And if you can't find a mentor, become your own mentor. Sit back, evaluate your life. Take out that sheet of paper. Put pros and cons on that paper. You know, are you one of those people who speak very intelligently, who use big words to say simple things? Are you that person who knows everything about everybody, but all you do? is drive Ubers. And this is not to hit a Uber driver because some of the people make great money. But, you know, you don't want to be an Uber driver when you're 60. You know, you don't want to be a, a Uber driver at 58, do you? Ask yourself these questions. Because we all know somebody who, who act the act and walk the walk but they don't have two quarters to rub together. If you was in a tight pinch, they couldn't pull out $100 and give it to you. Because these are the people who are very judgmental, who like to talk down on everybody but themselves. How do I know? I have plenty of associates who are like that. Again, listen to my key phrase, associates. I don't have any real friends who act like that because today you have and tomorrow you're in the have nots. But the difference between a person who have today and can go completely broke tomorrow is the fact that they can start all over and get back up to the top because it is a mindset. Uh, another thing I want to talk about with fear is you have to condition your mind. You know, if you are a person and you're around negative people and negative talkers and, you know, everybody's life is doom and gloom and, you know, you turn on the news and it's doom and gloom and you go out here and it's doom and gloom, then that is all that will be in your subconscious. You must wake up every day. Sometimes you have to be your own referee. You have to get up and tell you 
how beautiful you are, how successful you are, how smart you are. You have to be your own cheerleader. It's nothing wrong with that. If you're waiting for somebody else to tell you you're sexy, then you might be waiting until you get in the dirt. And, you know, that's just a fact. You have to be your own person. I don't care if you're missing a tooth. You know, everything can be fixed. You know, maybe many years ago, it, you know, if our teeth was out, you know, you was bald, every, you know, everybody was embarrassed. In this day and age that we live in, if you don't have any hair, you can go buy some hair. If you don't have teeth, you can go buy some teeth. If you don't have a college degree, that's okay. You can educate yourself. Education is free online. It is free to walk in the library and read a book. It is free. So if you have any excuses, it's simply because this is the life that you choose to live. Now, guys, fear is very important. I strongly believe in God. Anyone who talked to me know that I put God at the forefront. That's not to say that I don't commit any sins. I am a sinner every day, all day, trying to do what everyone else is trying to do, and that's to get right with God. But without God, you don't have anything. So I'm not one of them people who say, well, you know, have some spiritualism, have this in your life. No, without Jesus Christ, our Lord, who died on the cross for you, you will not have a thing, nothing. And I'm not saying on this podcast, it is meant for everybody to be rich. I'm not one of those liars like that because that's not true. Because everybody don't have the mindset for that. If it was meant for everybody to be rich, then by gosh, 2,000 years ago or more, everybody would have been rich. It wouldn't have been a few millionaires, you know, and a bunch of poor people. Everybody would have been rich. So this message is not for everybody. This message is only for the people that want to get out the bed, make it up, get up exercise because hey i have a little fat that i want to trim because i want to look good this is for the person that want to go out and say okay well i want a little bit more than i have what can i do to get a little bit more maybe i don't need to be wealthy but i would like to live here maybe i would like an upgrade on a car maybe i'm in a bucket that prius look good it doesn't matter Um, I'm not saying that you need a Jaguar, a BMW, a Mercedes. I mean, most people who have that most cannot afford it. You know that they can't afford it because one year you see them in a BMW, the next year they're in a Honda. Okay, clearly you don't have to tell anybody you can't afford it. We could see because you no longer have the car. Every car is not, you know, um, I was in a wreck. It was totaled. This, 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 and that happened. No, sometimes... We look good so that the Joneses could look at us and assume that we're doing better than what we are. I know about that firsthand because I was one of those people. I came from an area where all I saw was uh, young people driving BMWs, Mercedes, you know. Now they lived in deplorable houses, a lot of them. But they had the best cars. That is part of money management. Why would you have a Mercedes or a BMW and you live in a not so savory area where somebody could steal it from you? Not that they can't steal it from you from other places, but you have a higher risk of getting things stolen by people who don't want to live any better. 
This is just the fact, but I grew up in that area. So to me, it was quite normal to drive in a BMW, even though you was making $8 and 25 cents an hour. Now that's a terrible mindset, right? It's a terrible mindset. You know, that's a, I want it in my heart, but I really can't afford it. But I like the attention that I get from other people. That makes no sense at all. I'm quite comfortable driving in my Toyota Scion. And right now, as um, I talk to you guys about this podcast, my husband and myself, we have multiple vehicles. And that's not to brag. That's a blessing um, because I do have five children. Uh, four live with me, but now we're able to let them drive a vehicle, use a vehicle without having a crushing burden. And I'm just going to be honest with you guys. I've drove many, many um luxurious cars but i really do like my toyota scion i mean it gives me hardly no problems it gets where i want to go i put 12 dollars of gas in it and i am on my way i am like a kid in a candy store <laughs> i mean i love it i used to be on a, a bmw you know that was my car of choice and let me tell you i've had maybe five or six of them so many now that they're just regular cars. I've realized that like any other car, they're beautiful for the moment. Um, in the long term, it takes all your money. Now, it's okay to have one. It's nothing wrong with having one. But if you have a BMW, a Mercedes, a Jaguar, and you only make a certain amount of money and half your paycheck or more than half has to go to that car, then you're living you're living out of your means. Even if you have a Sentra, a Kia, if you have a car payment that's that you're making for four and five hundred dollars and you know you don't make that much money. Mm-mm. Honey, shame on you and shame on the fool who saw you coming. I'm just gonna be honest with you guys. So Again, you guys know that I am Arthur Simone Faith. I try and do weekly podcasts. I am so sorry, you guys, to the people who are dedicated listeners. Um, I had a lot going on. I had to do a lot of book signings, book readings. My husband and I are starting a brand new beauty supply business in Moyoc, North Carolina. It will be called One Stop Beauty Supply, um, where beauty is an experience. Uh, that is the name of it. That's my slogan, where beauty is an experience. And I chose that slogan because for each woman, beauty means something different. Whether it's inner beauty or outer beauty, it should be an experience. You should be able to come into an environment where you feel like when you leave, you feel better than when you come in. Now, you guys... Uh, you know, you can look me up on Google. You can look me up on Spotify. You can look me up on Amazon, iTunes. You can find me on YouTube. Uh, I do a lot of talks about um, helping people, but mainly I will be here on Anchor to talk about different subjects that matter to us as a whole. And I mean, universal people, not just one ethnic group, but everyone. I think that this applies to everybody, men and women. Fear is very real and you have to stump it out. You have to, you know how you get over fear or how I have gotten over fear. I move through it. You know, I might be fear, fearful of some things, but I move in the fear, you know, because it's only two things that's going to happen. 
Either I'm going to stay stagnant or I'm going to see an end result. Sometimes the result is not always positive, but that's okay. Pick yourself up and keep going. That's what make you different from the 90%. It's a 10% that keep going. Every, every idea and every belief will not work out, but it's okay. It's okay. Nothing beats a try but a fail. It is okay. You, again, remember, have to be your own your own cheerleader. And surround yourself with positive people. Surround yourself with people who think higher than you, who want better, who always have positive things to say. And, and surround yourself with real godly people. I'm not talking about the people who talk about God and then they go in a um, shop. Or they wake up the next day and curse you. I'm talking about real godly people who loves God and loves people. And their only aim in life is to help as many people as they can before they leave this earth. Because that's one thing that's guaranteed is the race you're in and you are going to die. But when you die, what do you want your legacy to be? Do you want to be a person who go down in a grave with your dream never manifested? Or do you want to go to the grave knowing, hey, I I did my dream and I helped as many people as I could get to the place that they want to be. It's very important that we help each other. You know, um, there was an old adage that I once heard and um, it might be wrong, guys, the way I'm saying it, but I'm sure some of you guys know and heard of this. You, You know, if you give a person a fish, you know, um, you haven't really taught him anything. But if you show a person how to fish, he will eat for the rest of his life. And I say that to say this, I am not giving anybody anything. But what I am doing is showing people what I have done, what they can do, so they can make major moves in their life. I don't give my kids anything. Everything that they have, they have had to work for it. Because I know that in this life, if I always just give it to you and you never have to work for it, then how can you learn to appreciate anything? Okay, you guys, I've went over my time. I have a few people to meet this morning. Today is March 4th, 2020. Um, Already, we almost halfway into the new year. So ask yourself at the end of listening to this podcast, when 365 days has passed, that's one year, guys. What have you done different in this year that you didn't do last year? Remember, the sun come up every day. It doesn't matter if you a bum in the bed and you don't want to get up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you a millionaire on Wall Street. It doesn't matter. We all have to work to get better and to keep what we have. So the question I asked you, compare your life to last year. What are you doing different? And if you're doing the same thing that you did last year and 10 years ago, then you're going to get the same results. If you want different results, then you got to do something different. You must It is a dire need to do better. 
And it's nothing wrong with wanting to live better. It is nothing wrong with wanting to live better. Nothing. Nothing. You can't find that in any book that is something wrong with wanting to live better. All right, you guys. God bless you all. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you guys for waiting for me to update it. Thank you guys for buying Bloopy. Thank you guys for listening to um, the Bloopy YouTube video. Thank you to everybody who, who have shared it, who have liked it. And again, you can find me all across social media. It is Simone Faith. And if you have questions, you want to talk, hit me up. I can be reached. Until next week, you guys have a blessed day. Bye.